Welcome to The Mary Morgan Show, where I take you behind the scenes to all things brand, advertising, marketing, and sales, and how I've done business a little bit different without a sales team, without a website, without a big social media following, without ads, and without all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to have. I built my business from $100 to my name in 2018 to 80K, 100K, $130,000 cash collected months over and over again. And we're revolutionizing the industry. So if you want to join us, follow along and I'll see you on the flip side. I'm excited for this conversation. I've been having lots of questions, lots of conversations with clients, just lots of things around. I feel like my numbers are down. What do I do? So we're going to get into this. This can be a lowered numbers, a lowered number of sales. This can be a lowered number of like engagement, of actual like purchases, of new people joining your world. So we're going to talk about all of this. So if numbers are low, typically what starts to happen first that I see, especially with a lot of my clients, is we tend to get really emotional. Yeah. Like we're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Like I'm freaking out. Why is our engagement down? Why is the algorithm not showing my stuff? Why are sales lower? Or or maybe you have high reoccurring sales, but lower new sales, or you're having high new sales, but you're recurring sales. There's a lot of defaults and payment failures and things like that. So it's like, what is going on in your world? Okay. Firstly, the first thing that comes up typically in a conversation like this with my clients is they're freaking out and they're just like, oh my gosh, like our cash is low. I just, we had our highest month ever. So then we hired team and then we hired, you know, stuff. And then we hired this mentor and then we like, we did all these things and like, oh crap, well, what, where to from here? So one of the biggest things around this is, and this is something one of my mentors shared with me a while back and really just changed the way that I started to think about things. She said, if something can make you, it can break you. So if it's like, if I can have, you know, if I'm finally at X number of dollars per month, I'll finally feel blah, blah, blah. And it can make you, and it finally will give you freedom. And it'll finally give you the sense of like, I can finally breathe, whatever it is. Then when you don't have that 10K, 50K, blah, blah, blah month, it will literally tear your heart to pieces. So we want to make sure that when we're making decisions, especially as we start getting into like the strategic conversation of this call, that we're thinking from this very neutral state of like, okay, cool, sales are down or engagement's down. But it's not from this place of like, sales are down, I need a sale by the end of the week. You see the difference? When we're in this like irrational freak out state of being, our decisions are very rash as well. And we tend to just not make the best decisions in that setting. First thing we wanna do is get ourselves to a neutral state, whether that be things that you remind yourself of, affirmations, looking at evidence. So for instance, if you're someone who's made high cash months in the past, but you haven't recently, so you're in like an income dip, it's the evidence that I've done it before so I can do it again. Okay. If you've never yet done something and you're just like, you know, I'm posting, I'm doing the thing, but I'm not still getting traction. It's been a while. You know, can we move in the sense of like faith? moving without evidence, but also seeing evidence all around you and knowing that it's possible, knowing that I can trust in myself and I can get into the unknown and have this faith and have this belief and have this assurance. So this is where I want to start this conversation with the context of, are we in a grounded state to even have this conversation? Or are we going to be like freaking out crazy, all the things? 
And I talked about this in the revival, right? Like when we look at the stock market, the stock market always consistently goes up. But if we stretch it and squeeze it and really zoom in and we're looking at like today, tomorrow, yesterday, and like we're squeezing it to like a three day frame. And all we see is like down, 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 down. And it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to crash. Like the stock market is going to crash. And it's like when you actually zoom out and you look at the stock market from, you know, even the early 1900s to today, it's like a drastic upward exponential growth process. If we think about like if you put, um, I think I looked up the statistic, it was like if you put $10,000 in the stock market in the early 1900s, you would have made, I don't know, over $300,000 with that 10K. And then it's like if you put 10K in the stock market a couple years ago, let's say 2020 and 2021, it's like you made like 400 bucks. Like it was something really tiny. So when we look at our growth and we're like, oh, but the growth looks so small, but on what time frame? On what timeline? Because that's important. What's the context here that we're having this conversation? So when you're like, oh, I'm in this income dip or people aren't following me as much or whatever it is, it's like, okay, but in what timeline? So of course we're humans. Of course we're going to freak out. Of course, like we're going to have our moments of like, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? What do I do? All the things, but it comes back to like, and I'm an entrepreneur. Like, Welcome to the entrepreneurial journey where this will happen daily, right? And we will have these emotions. So this is something that's super important is like, one, knowing that as entrepreneurs, our whole sole purpose is like problem solving. Like that is what we do day in and day out. Problem. All right. Here's what we're doing. Problem. All right. Here's what we're doing. And that's why I love mentorship. And when I work with my mentors, it's not the strategy. It's the how do I decide? How is my decision making improving? So as I continually decide, as I continually move and my decision making is getting better and better and better, of course, now my results are getting better. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about investing in mentors and coaches is I invest so that I get this result because of their strategy. No, their strategy worked for them. They, the biggest learning I found is when you can learn from a mentor how to actually decide how to like, how are they thinking about this? Like I made a post the other day, actually yesterday, I made a post yesterday on Facebook and it said, you know, when I first invested in entrepreneurship and I got into the coaching game, I did have a graphic design uh, business prior to this. But when I went into coaching, my first big investment was $6,000. And I was like, hey, this is the thing that's going to change my life. And then I shortly after made a $20,000 investment after getting on 165 sales calls, if not more. And after that, having someone say yes, but then wanting a refund within a couple hours. So seven months, hundreds of calls, no sales. And then I made another investment with less than $100 to my name. One of the most important things about this that I realized and I shared on that post, it's like, it's not the decisions we make, it's who we're being when we make those decisions. It's not the decisions we make, but it's how we make those decisions. It's the identity we make those decisions with. That's what actually gets you the results, not the go invest, not the bet on yourself. That's the bare minimum. If you're an entrepreneur, you bet on yourself, you invest, you make big, massive decisions, but then it's like, Okay, duh, we do those things, but can you hold that certainty when you're not seeing the results, when you're investing, when you're doing the things? So I made this big long post and someone messaged saying, 
I'm curious, what was the 6K? Like, what were the investments? I'm like, you're missing the whole point of this. I think I shared what they were, but I'm like, you're missing the point of this post. The post is like, it's who we're being. It's how we're being. It's not the investment. And she's like, okay, interesting. But what's the investment? Like, this is the biggest mistake we do. We're in an income dip. We're seeing a lack of things and we're trying to solve it by investing in things. We're saying, and I shared this actually today on on Facebook as well. I'm going to pull I'm going to pull this up cuz I think that this would be a really good thing to share. I made this post literally just a couple minutes ago before we went live today. I'm just going to read the beginning of this cuz this gets the point across. Someone continues to ask for links for your products so they can put them on their vision board. Yet because they're not buying, you're getting annoyed that they keep ghosting you. So you keep looking at programs and trainings on how to DM so you don't get ghosted. I'm going to read this again. Someone continues to ask for links for your products, so they put them on their vision board, but you're getting annoyed that they're not buying it. So you're investing in programs that are like, how do I close sales in the DMs because people are ghosting me? Do you see the issue here? It has nothing to do with the strategy. It's literally the conversation. It's literally the trust. It's literally the belief. Like if I were to say, what's the secret sauce for entrepreneurship? It's that. People are constantly looking for the band-aids. They're like, okay, so I think my list is too small. Okay, let me go run ads. And they still don't see results. Okay, let me invest in this program. Still don't see results because it's you. (laughs) And I share this in the post. I'm like, you're the problem, but you're also the solution, which is great because now you have control. If you're not the problem and you're not the solution, how the heck are you ever going to fix this? But if you're both then we can fix this, like we can resolve this, but it's us building our problem solving, it's us building our faith. And you know, it annoys me when people say things like, wow, you're so brave, you're so courageous, you're so tenacious, like this is incredible. And it's like, yeah, but are you gonna sit here and do these things or are you gonna change your life? Period, end of story, mic drop, K Live is over, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's like, what are you actually gonna do with this? Are you gonna just listen to this information and be like showered with all this goodness and you're like, oh, this sounds so good, like flowery information, or are you gonna go, March 30th, I was on Mary's Live, she talked about this, that was the day I changed my life, that was the day I was like, okay, I need to do something different. So that's, that's so important. So number one, it's like, let's do this from a neutral state. So get the emotions out, it's normal, freak out, cry, like do your thing. And then let's come back to center of like, okay, this is it. This is the life of an entrepreneur. We got this. Okay. What do we want to do in this moment? So that's number one. Number two is then let's actually look at strategically. Was there anything that's been different? So I see people who come to me and they're like, you know, I had, I was closing sales on sales calls before I was my strategy looked like this and then like this and then like this. And now I decided I don't want to do sales calls anymore. I want to kind of have my business run similar to you and close sales in in the inbox, but I'm having an income dip. I'm like, of course, like you're changing how you're marketing, you're changing how you're selling, you're changing then a little bit of like your delivery, you're changing your business model completely. Yeah, there's probably going to be a little income dip. If you're going through something where you're raising your prices everywhere, same thing. Any like big change or evolution, it will cause a dip. And what's important is some people will get so scared. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. And they'll revert back to their old ways. Oh, it didn't work. I can't close sales in the DMs. I can't do it like this. Back to my old ways. Everything works. Running ads work. 
closing through sales calls work, closing through DMs. Like it all works. Every single strategy you see on the internet, unless it's like something really scammy, I don't know, but anything else like actually just works. But it comes down to, are you gonna make it work or are you gonna wait two days, post a few things and be like, well, I did it, it didn't work. So that's the most important piece here. So it's like, what was different? So if you have a different system, a different like marketing process, a different whatever, there will tend to be a bit of an income dip. So you wanna see, is that something that's normal or was it something that just nothing actually changed? So if nothing actually changed, one thing that's helpful is noticing like, if someone were to plug you into like an energetic machine and when sales were really high and they plugged you in, were your energetic levels then and now the same? Or is there a discongruency? Like then the vibe was high. You knew what to say. You knew what to do. Like instead of asking, what should I post today? You're like, what do I feel like saying? And you just showed up and there was conviction. There was confidence. There was fun. There was playfulness. And then now you're like, what should I post? I'm scared. Sales are down. Wait, what do I do? So it's like now not only is strategically things are shifting, but just like energetically, there's a complete vibe switch as well. If you're not in revival and you are changing your business model right now and you're changing the vibes of everything right now, like get your butt in there. About two years, a year and a half-ish ago when I was like, I'm not, like I'm done with sales calls. I am done doing a model that looks like this. I had two main programs and then I started to slice and dice my offers actually accidentally. Like I just took one of my live trainings I was doing anyways inside of the circle and I invited people to this session. I'm like, hey, come join me. It's gonna be super fun. First time I've ever released something publicly that's only been in our 15K plus program. And then we had tons of people who joined this thing. It was a couple hundred dollars, I think. And then a lot of those people ended up going into the circle or private. And I was like, whoa, I just, I just unlocked something. How did this many people close into this thing? And I started to look at how I could use my time more effectively. Like instead of a one hour sales call or sales meeting where I was speaking with my team about, you know, the sales stuff, it was come to an event, come to like what it's actually like to work with me. If you want to work together, DM my team. And what started to happen were people were messaging our team and they were like, okay, I'm interested in the circle. Can I have the link? A 15K stripe link. Boom. Here you go. They might have a question like, hey, for me, it's really important that I get ABC. Will there be replays? Will this be available? My team would then say yes or no, but it's a buying conversation. So if you think about a sales call, a sales call isn't actually a buying conversation often. It's a conversation of, are we a fit? So it's more of like a prospecting, like a date. Are we a fit? Is this a thing? Is this gonna work? I don't know. I feel like it will, but here, here are the details. So that's a sales call. In conversations that I have with our like our team and our clients, like in the inbox, it's just buying. Like, should I do this link or this link? Can I get a payment plan option? Like that is it. We don't currently offer any calls, but if I were to open up calls that people could get on, they're buying calls. So it's not, hi, how do I do this work? Like, are we a fit? Are we not? It would be more of a call that's like, tell me what questions you have around this program, that kind of a vibe. So that was the change. I did notice this dip because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is changing the business. This is doing a lot. And then it quickly went up from there. And then we had our biggest cash month after. So what's important to keep in mind is like stick through it. It'll work. It always works out in the end. 
it's also recognizing like what are the standards what are the boundaries that i'm setting what is this all going to look like and really just understanding how this all fits full circle so i started to lay out my buyer's journey so i'm like okay here's how people are going to go from thing to thing to thing to thing in a perfect world would that always happen no but there are some people who just from my content will message me and then join private coaching so in iconic and magnetic and in a lot of our programs we go deeper into this like iconic we went into a lot of the content like what are you posting to cultivate this audience of people who are starting to get ready to buy magnetic we're going into how do we get people now inquiring and having that buying conversation so those are the next kind of programs in our world but when i think about this it's like it is normal for your sales to go down a little bit it is normal for engagement to be a little sticky because you're changing lots of things okay one thing that i look at is so after i did this whole like cleanup in my business i wanted to make sure like who are the people i want in my world and i'm making sure that strategically i'm setting up my business so that's the case so what i started to do was i noticed a lot of people were coming into my space who saw me as their like savior they were going from bad to good and i was like no no i want to take people from good to great so your mindset's good your business is good if you're in the fitness space, like you're doing good, you're going to the gym, you're trying things, you're going from good to great versus, oh my gosh, my life is a hot mess, help me. And that's a very different energy. Those are like the, the blood suckers of the business. I started to really look at, well, where in my marketing am I speaking to people who see me as their saving grace? This is my last straw, I can't do this anymore. So I started to evolve my marketing. And my marketing was like, it went from, guarantees and negating risks and making this so easy and like here are testimonials like here's why you should do this here's why you should do this now like it went from urgency and scarcity and like come come join us to like this is what's happening in my world if you want to join us join us it was from overselling overstimulation to then educating like here's what we're doing if you want to join it's like an invitation if you were sending out party invitations like we were actually just prepping our wedding invitations yay super exciting and as we were prepping our wedding invitations we just send them out but we are not going to be like here's why here's a list of 10 reasons why you should join our wedding <laughs> because we're awesome no i'm kidding <laughs> my fiance is like laughing like oh my gosh but it's so true. It's like, why in the business world are we like, here are the 10 reasons why you should join this program. Here's why. Like, stop overselling. Stop overstimulating. Stop overexplaining yourself. Like, that is why you're getting all these wrong people into your space. So this is the other piece. It's like, I had to then start cleaning up what's working for me, what's not. And now, like, I can tell you, we cleaned up our entire program. Oh my gosh, I am obsessed with my clients. I will jump on a call and I'm like, okay, let's do this. And like the questions, like everything. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is the vibe. My clients are self-led. My clients, if they have a question, they'll reach out to us. They're not overwhelmed by content. They're not scared. They're not going to get results. Like their mindset is key, like all of this. But it starts with us first leading with that dynamic because I can't be a leader who's so in lack who then naturally just suddenly attracts all this abundance i can't be a leader who goes look at all these other entrepreneurs look how lucky they are look how amazing they are look at their tenacity their courage their bravery wow why don't i have that it's like girlfriend you're in lack <laughs> get your butt in abundance <laughs> get your butt over here and like start actually creating from that space so recognize that 
everything that's happening right now is for a reason. So I start to like reframe the things that are happening and I go, what is this actually showing me? So let's say I'm going through an income dip. I might, you know, look at things from the perspective of, wow, this is showing me that I'm really attached to the numbers. This is showing me that if there's one little slow month, I'm scared. This is showing me that the way that I invest has always looked like this. This is what I now need to do. This is showing me, I don't know, my marketing looks like this and it should look like this instead. What right now is this showing you? How is this going to be your comeback story? How is this going to be the thing that you then lead your clients through? Like I see some of you ladies who are in here who are in the mindset space or teach intuition or whatever. It's like, how is this the thing that you're then going to now talk to your future students and leaders about where you're like, that's how I used my intuition. I was like, no, no, this does not feel good. Here's what we're now doing. Was it hard? Did we have to leave through, lead through little slumps and, and divots and, you know, go around all these obstacles? Yeah. Let me show you how I navigated that. The other piece to this is sometimes when our numbers are low, engagement, sales, etc., it's a lack of innovation. Innovation is huge. How many times do we see the same offers? How many times do we see the same posts? How many times do we see the same, want to make your first 10K in revenue? Want to lose your next 20 pounds? Like everything sounds the same from fitness, from wellness, to health, to business, to, to wealth building, to, I don't know, life coaching. Like everything sounds so similar. But when you see something, when you decide and you're like, I want to work with that person, there is a feeling, there's a connection. There's obviously all these things, but there's also something that like this feeling within you that's like, this is different this is for me. Like the amount of times where people have said things like, you are speaking to, like, this is what I've been missing. Where have you been all my life? And I'm like, yes, like this is the vibe in our world. So when we think about innovation, we cannot innovate from a space of like, I have an income dip right now, I am scared, or I have people who are following me and they're all the wrong people for me. We can't innovate from that place. We have to innovate from this place of like, and... What am I going to do with this? What is this showing me? So for instance, I remember as I was creating some of my master classes and programs, again, like I said, in the beginning, it was a little slow and there's a bit of an ego hit, especially if you've done this for a while or you've had like massive success and now you're like, what is happening right now? So one of the things that I did was I was like, okay, every time I create a master class or a program, my intention is whether one person shows up or 300 people or 3 million people, like it does not matter. I'm going to create the best freaking programs, trainings, whatever on the planet because my intention, my context is I want our training vault in two years, five years, 10 years, whatever time to be incredible that someone who's so ideal comes into this program and they're just completely blown away. So it started to raise the standard in how I then showed up in things. I showed up in things that were like a couple hundred dollars the same way I would if someone paid me 200K to be in that room. The way I showed up even on free things was like someone paid thousands, millions, whatever to be in this room. And I showed up with this level of confidence, conviction. My team would then take the trainings, they would clean it up. Like I was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. Like this is it. So now because I elevated my standard, I started to have people who then came into these master classes and programs and trainings that were like, whoa, this is good. What a lot of us do is we show up not playing full out because we don't see the people, because we don't see the evidence. And then the evidence comes in and is like, nope, this is not for me. And then walks out. There have been so many people who have been in my space who are like, 
I've been following you for X number of years and then you changed your messaging and here I am. I'm in the circle. I'm in private. I'm in whatever. Like, send me the link. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And this only happens because I continue to raise my standard, because I continue to do the inner work and work on my soft skills, the decision making, the holding power when I don't have the evidence non-circumstantially, I am in my power. That is why people work with me. I've had so many people who say things like, I decided to work with you because the way you lead, because the way you navigate things that are hard, because of the conversation, because of the vibe. They don't say, I decided to work with you because you made a, like, you made a post and it was cool. Like, no, it's the soft skills, okay? So when we think about innovation, innovation will come from us going, what needs to change in this industry? So if you're in the state, you know, industry of, let's say, mindset and leading with your intuition, maybe it's like, I need to change the game when it comes to how people buy and work with people of intuition. So it's like, if you want people who grow in their intuition and, and you're teaching this, you know, teacher training or whatever it is, it's like, we cannot show up and then be like, let's ha have a conversation and see if it's a fit. No, you trust your intuition. Intuition. This is step one of you leading with your intuition to the sale, to this connection. Same thing, let's say in the fitness space. If someone comes in and they're like, okay, she's my person. How do you want people to buy? How do you want them to move? How do you want to innovate in the fitness industry? There is so much like gray space. It's this massive ocean of people who are same. So the second you come in and you plug in and people are like, who is that? And you're not taking inspiration from what other people are posting and then creating content like you are leading, then people begin to come with you. But if you're looking around you and you're like seeing what's going on and then you're walking, you're walking with people, but you're not leading the conversation. The biggest gateway in terms of like hyper growth, like massive sales is innovation. Every time I've hit a plateau and I've innovated, I've always sprung back up so quickly. When I looked at my offer suite and I was like, I have two offers. What if I split these offers up and people could come into my world in all different angles? And then I went from a 20K month to a 50 something K month to then an over six figure cash month. Crazy. When I've seen innovation, I've seen this in other ways. So not just my offer suite, when I innovated from my soft skills. So there were moments where I was so not in my power. And then I'm like, I'm done with that. From today on, this is how I lead. Boom. You just have to decide, you just have to move. And then you lead this conversation. Either this will be the thing of your story that you then teach, or this will be a thing that you then change, you innovate, like you change something and it moves you. So let this be the slingshot that rises, that revives, that, you know, rebirths your business. Let this not be the thing where you just sit and wait. Okay. And that's going to be up to you. So if numbers are low, we want to neutralize, get from our emotional state, neutralize, realize that this is normal. If numbers can make or break us, we're in for a horrible entrepreneurship journey. We have to be in this neutral state, not consistently. We will try as much as we can. We will get emotional and then come back to center and lead with non-circumstantial power. Like no matter what, I am in my power. Numbers are down, I've got this. Numbers are high, I've got this. Like even when numbers are really high and you have massive income numbers, like 
or engagement or whatever. Like, yes, you want to celebrate, but it shouldn't be the celebration of like, yes, I've made it. It should be this celebration that's like, yay, but then back to neutral. Like it's this centered groundedness that you can then propel from. The way that I think about this is if you want to skyrocket in income, revenue, like whatever, and you're trying to jump off of like a ball pit, if you've ever been to like Chuck E. Cheese or one of those things like with your kids and you see all like the balls in the little pit, <laughs> like what else are they called? I think it's called a ball pit. And if you try and jump off of that, oh my gosh, good luck. Like you're actually sinking. Like it's just a horrible game to play. But if you're off solid ground, if you're off of something where you're like, yes, I can propel from this, it's easy to then move. But if you start, this is why I say you want to start by neutralizing. When we neutralize, we're on solid ground. Now we can go, what is this showing me? It's showing me I'm too attached to my numbers. It's showing me that I've been leading this conversation and speaking to the wrong people. That's okay. Let's change the conversation. And it can be as simple as, and for some of you, if you're making this big shift in your messaging, your marketing, your positioning to speak to the right people, one of the things that I did was I made a post that I was like, I am no longer telling you why you should invest. If you don't see that by now, we're probably not a fit. I'm just going to keep going, keep being brave, keep being courageous, and either you'll join me or you'll watch me and you'll watch me celebrate. And that's up to you. And it's like, that's my vibe. I know I'm a big freaking deal. Do you? I know that I'm brave. I know that I'm courageous. Are you? That was the vibe. Instead of like, hi, sweetheart, come. It's okay. Like, we can be brave together. We can be like courageous together. It'll be fine. Like, it's like, and then we're brave, you know, we're creating this conversation where it's like, no, no, no. We're creating this conversation of like, but look at these testimonies. It's going to be okay. But look at this guarantee. It's going to be okay. It's like, that does not exist in my world. Either you know that investing is scary. It may work. It may not work. Or you don't. Either you know that this is what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Either you're just a coach, a consultant, a service provider who makes X number of dollars, plug in, plug out, do your thing, or you build an empire. But that's up to you. So that was the biggest piece here was like, I am changing the, my conversation. And when I changed my conversation, surprise, surprise, spoiler alert, it changed my results. A lot of times we know this stuff, like how we feel, how we think, how we be, then changes how we respond, which then changes our results. So it all comes from this state of being. Who are we going to be today? Who do you choose to be today? Are you going to choose the, well, what if it doesn't work? What if I'm always this stuck? Or are you going to choose the, well, what if this is the thing that slings me back so I can be springboarded forward? That's even a word. <laughs> I can be slingshotted forward. So Really, this is your moment to be like, what am I going to do with this? What is this here to show me? And you've got this. We are all part of this entrepreneurial journey. Yes, there are some days that are really shit. <laughs> there are some days that are incredible, amazing, like out of this world. But it's us continuing to decide and choosing just like in a relationship where you're consistently choosing the other person. It's the same in entrepreneurship. We're con consistently choosing to be braver, to be bolder, to be more courageous. So with that being said, sending you guys so, so much love. Hopefully this was helpful. It's sending you so much love and I will see you all on the flip side. Mwah. Bye.